Yo, it's your boy Truth City, man. You're now tuning into the Encore Radio Show. You know what it is. The views and comments expressed on the following radio program by his hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect the views of... I want a hammock for all of that shade that they're throwing. DDMG getting paid at the moment. Need 30 for saving and 20 for blowing. Yo, ping in my phone. That shit burn flame emoji. I don't know what y'all have been seeing. That boy wanted beef, now we vegan. Well, trust me, this pepper in season. I do this for money. You rap for convenience. And niggas was scared of me going to Texas. But I stayed in Vegas and got all my nets in it. UTA blowing my phone up with Texas. Guess me not replying. Ain't sending the message. It's cool. I'm a Lancara of Jules. You niggas belly flop. This ain't the pool. I run that checkup like spikes on the like Alright folks, it's the Encore Radio Show As you guys heard already, we're here with Truth City Yeah, 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 yeah. At Mr. Truth City, Twitter and Instagram, right? Yes sir Hey, hey, Thanks. there we go, there we go So we're, we're, shoot, we're shooting this, Um, we're recording this podcast um, A couple days after Art Genesis Thank you for coming and Yo, killing it, sir Thank you for inviting me, man listen, I was super hyped, man Listen, my man, I was, super happy, I was super happy that you wanted to come Because like, <clears throat> sometimes... From my perspective, it's like, yeah, I, I bring artists on, I interview them and stuff, and I hope that I build, I hope that I've built enough of a relationship with them mm-hmm. that when I present an opportunity to them, they see the value in it, you know. And for Art Genesis two, you know, thankfully, I will say that out of the eight people who were on the overall bill, mm-hmm. I only reached out to nine people. Okay. I'm just nine I feel people. mad exclusive. And it, and it, <laughs> yo, no, but you know what though? I looked at because I mean, again, for me, like I wanted to make sure that the bill was diverse. Fact. You understand? And um, it was diverse, and I knew exactly who I wanted, and it just happened to work out that way. I mean, but the the reason why I wanted to do it, I mean, not even just based on like our personal relationship. Mm-hmm. Like I literally, I could, I say no to shows. You know what I mean, yeah, I yeah, do. Yeah. I'm not one of like a show whore or anything. Mm-hmm. Like. I'm about the genuineness of the event. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. when you hit me, I was just like, "Oh, like video cipher, blah blah blah." I was like, "Cool." And then mm-hmm. one of my boys is like, "Yo, you're not performing though." I was yeah. like, "Yo, it's not about that." Yeah. I was like, "It's about coming for the culture." Mm-hmm, I was like, "I'm mm-hmm. in the video cipher." Yeah, you know what I mean, like, and you love your visuals. Love your visuals. Uh, yeah, I, I, was, I found out afterwards, <laughs> but yeah. Facts. I was like, "Yo, this is hip hop," and I was just like, anybody who wants to include you. And something that they're working hard on to build, mm-hmm. like that's an honor to me in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. You know I mean, like regardless of the stipulations or whatever um, is tied to um, the politics of the event, mm-hmm. I would just like, yo, somebody's asking me to lend my talent mm-hmm. to their project mm-hmm. to make it successful. So, I mean, honestly, like I was just happy to be a part of it. Appreciate you know? it, my man. But yo. Thanks. All right, Genesis 3, y'all gonna make sure that y'all look for True City on that main nice, stage. Nice, hey, nice. October, October. No actual date yet, but October. Just wait for that. So anyway, you know, we, we went we went way forward, but we're gonna go all the way back. We're going back. We're going back. I wanna I wanna I hate this question, mm-hmm. but I have to ask it. Okay. When did you realize that hip hop rap rapping was for you? Uh, I think when I saw, I saw such a vividness inside of it that was just of, of my circumstances. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. I, I seen my mother working two, three jobs, and mm-hmm. there were rappers talking about that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't on mainstream radio. It, like the things that go on in the hood, like mm-hmm. they weren't mainstream. Mm-hmm. But rap captured it, and I okay. feel like that's something that people could never truly understand about why rap touches so many people. It's unfiltered. It's it's somebody's pure emotions raw. You know mm-hmm. I mean, good or bad. Yeah, it's a self-expression, 
and that's something like i guess i connected with i was like yo i have a bunch of things that i want to say that i always felt like i can't say Mm -hmm. but i could say it in hip-hop okay but a lot of people go through that Mm -hmm. right a lot of people go through that. I've had experiences just like that as well. I've had I, I can relate to a lot of artists out, mm-hmm. past and present, okay. right? But I can't rap. I don't have no flow, <laughs> no nothing. Ah, nah, you I can't. Probably got some bars. Nah, in here. son. If I had bars, I wouldn't be sitting here interviewing <laughs> you. I'll be in the studio, son. Sorry. I cannot rap. Period. But you can. You have cadence. You have flow. You understand the the aspects of music. Well, you should. So how? So so where where did you where did you get where did you get it from? Where did you get it from? Now see, now we're talking about something deeper than just like rapping. Yeah, like it, we're talking. It about, always is deeper. Yeah, it's like we're talking now about me saying I I want to rap, but then a person will have to ask themselves the same way you would go get a job. Mm-hmm. Now you have to be trained. Okay. To be able to do that job, okay. they have to send you to private schools, or they got to send you to something for you to Trade be able, school or something like that. Yeah, okay. yeah like you have mm-hmm. to be educated in what you're doing. So therefore, I wasn't just stepping in it as like you know just dumbfounded like, oh, I just want to do that. No, I was just like, yo, what does this consist of? Mm-hmm. I broke it down like cadences, rhyme schemes, a a b b. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like I broke down being able to have breath control within my syllables. This rhyme right here has too many syllables in the second bar. You know what I mean, like, mm-hmm. I dissected music that deeply. Yeah, and I guess like for me it was just kind of like uh, we spoke a little bit um, like before the show, and I was just mm-hmm. like, yo, I'm I'm like AI. I just I feed for knowledge. So yeah, yeah, yeah. whether it was school or whatever else I'm into, I love just learning things. Mm-hmm. So when I dived into the culture, I was a sponge for just soaking up how to be the best at it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So but, all right, all right, all right. Did you do like a lot of people? You know, yeah, they have background. Oh yeah, I was in church. Or yeah, you know, like like for me, you know, a lot of people don't even notice about me, but um, I used to sing mm. when I was in um, the seventh grade. Wow, I got chops. Hey, hey, hey! hey. Now, this is this is before I hit my this is before I hit puberty and yeah, <laughs> dubbed that whole shit, dubbed that whole shit. But nah, shout out to Bedside. I used to go to the um to the rec center on um, New York and Fulton. Yeah. And yeah, there was a there was lady in there. I swear to God, she she reminded me of um Jill Scott, but she could mm. sing her ass off she was so talented and she was teaching the kids in the neighborhood how to sing okay. and how to play um the guitar i i, I used to be able to play the guitar as well right. you know so you know did you have experiences like that as well um well no see that's the the difference mm-hmm. like i i grew up with a writing skill mm-hmm. you know i mean like when i was six years old i wrote um i wrote a nursery rhyme book and i got a young author's award wow. when i was six and then um, I wrote a Martin Luther King speech, mm-hmm. um, and then I got to perform in front of the president. And wow! Yeah, like I, I literally just I love poetry. Clinton or Bush? Um, it was a Bush. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. It's still a president. Yeah, but um, like I really, really was just really into like um, just writing. Like mm-hmm. so for me, the fascination wasn't with just like delivery and cadence. I didn't really get that until like I went through man problems, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. but. I was very gifted at like lyricism and it wasn't just like write this down it's done no I was trying to just be that deep guy like Mm -hmm, you know what I mean just mm -hmm. trying to really really go there Mm -hmm. so you were like poetry and stuff too yeah so poetry was where I really found a loving for like syncing the two Mm -hmm. but I can't like I really have to say like when it was when I was 14 and beyond is when I really got into cadence and flows delivery like performing, mm-hmm. like all of the other things that go with being a good writer, mm-hmm. taking the lyrics and now making people believe it. 
I mean, okay, but you know, true. So you know, I'm from New York, and we all from New York in here. Mm-hmm. But you're not from New York, from and New York. you know, there's this there's this circle of people who live in New York where it's like, oh nah, if it's not New York, it's not nothing, mm-hmm. right? You're from Virginia. Yeah. How do you have these skills in Virginia? Tell the people, tell the world that the, that there's a world outside. Tell the world, <laughs> aka New York, that there's a world outside of New York. I mean, talent is talent, no matter where it's from. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you. That's the difference. I mean, in Virginia, Virginia is like in the middle. So therefore, we have military people there. We have people coming from New York, people Mm -hmm. coming from the South. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like a melting pot. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like you get people like Pharrell and Timbaland who are just making just a mashup of something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's just unique. So, like, I can come to New York and flourish um, just because people can look at me. I can tell them my story, look them in their eyes, Mm -hmm. show the passion, and it's just like, that's what New York was about. Yeah, New York, yeah. when it started with the Mecca and Method Man, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, like, um, I felt like it was a genuineness in the story. Mm-hmm. I'm not lying out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the reason why I've been so, uh, I would say, somewhat successful in the local scene is because mm-hmm. I'm able to tell my story vividly, look you in the eye, present it, then have the music to back it up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And have the... Uh, you know the wisdom outside of just uh making music just being a genuine person myself mm-hmm. like that's been contributing so that's that has nothing to do with new york it doesn't have anything to do with virginia it's just being good at what you do period good. no matter where you're from you know all right so you know we're gonna get into the true city brand mm-hmm. in a little bit right so at some point in time yeah. you said all right ma you know i'm following my dreams <laughs> i gotta go and you hop to you you hopped on a bus or plane or whatever and went to New York. So tell me that story. Um, I made the decision. Um, it actually like was like around 1920. I'm 25 now, so about five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't know. I guess like I, I looked around and I just saw like there was nothing for me. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like there was... I, I want to rap, you know what I mean? Like, but I, I can only be in this basement or if I want to go somewhere, I got to take an hour car ride mm-hmm. out here, you know what I mean, to do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel like those things have changed, but we're talking about, it seems like not a lot of time, but five years. It's a long time. Now with all of the digital stuff mm-hmm. and everything moving so fast, I want everybody who's listening right now to really, like, go back and think what five years ago yeah. really looked like. I know you have a lot now, but, like, five years ago when there was, I don't even know if there was SoundCloud or, like, what we were using then, was but MySpace. I, I, think don't know if, I don't know if we had SoundCloud. MySpace had a, definitely had been here. Facebook was already was already here. I don't five years ago Twitter was here already. Uh-huh. Um, because it's 2011 now. Damn, it's 2011. So we're talking 2000. It's 2000. We're talking uh, 2010, 2009. 11. Okay, so that's when you came. Yeah. Okay, so around that time, and it's just like you have to also understand like I'm still in high school and like I'm fresh like out of high school, mm-hmm. and I don't know anything about branding or any of those mm-hmm. things like. I, I truly was just like, I really want something more. And all I saw on TV was New York, New York, yeah. New York. That's all you see. Yeah. And outside looking in, you like any New Yorkers listening, like, you know, and I hope it's not taken the wrong way. You guys have so much mm-hmm. at your disposal mm-hmm. that they can never truly understand what it's like for somebody who walks outside and there's no, no corner stores. You know I mean, yeah, there yeah. are. There's like I can't go to there's no 99 cent store for us to go to like I can't just walk outside well, Dollar Tree Dollar Tree yeah but that's still a ride yeah, that's still true, hop in your true. car and go to the Dollar Tree we're right. talking about you guys walk down the street and you can go get soap in the same place where you can get a do rag you know what I mean like damn right I'm just like damn like damn right so all I saw was opportunity and I was just like 
uh, I couldn't see myself doing anything else than just wanting to like chase a dream. And I guess at that point of adolescence, mm -hmm. it was more of like drive. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like I'm talking about like I, 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 my heart beats to wake up and do music yeah, and yeah, yeah. rap and for anybody who will listen. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So for me, that fire burning inside of me, like was just constantly being fanned away while I was yeah. sitting you know what I mean in Virginia, mm. but as soon as I came to New York, like and anybody who's uh, who knows me up until this point knows, like you tell truth where the show at. Truth, like <laughs> I'm, I'm antsy in the chair, like yo, yo. So it's my art turn? Genesis too. I'm outside waiting for the venue door to open, and Truth pulls up, like yo, what's good? <laughs> what's good? What's good? Oh man. All right. So all right. Now, being that I have a lot of people they haven't left New York before. Mm -hmm. So they don't necessarily understand that. Now, I didn't leave, I didn't really necessarily leave New York as a, a semi-adult until I was 13-ish um, and we moved to North Carolina. Okay. When I moved to North Carolina, I was like, so there's, where's the corner store? And they were like, oh, there's a what? I was like, wait, nah, the, <laughs> the corner store, like, yo, right. where y'all like, where y'all go get f like quick food and shit? They were like, nah, we don't have that. I was like, the fuck yeah, is this? Yo, yo. <laughs> Honestly, the culture shock was so fucking real for me in 2002. I was like, yeah, I don't know about this, you know? So I, so how you felt, I understand yeah, that. Exactly. I understand that on a whole different level. You know, there are a lot of people, like I know some people went to South, but they go to South by whatever mm -hmm. and they see it, but they haven't lived it. There's so much, so like there's much. so much that you can do, but it's also, there's also so much that you can't do. And the thing about New York is that we have an we have a huge accessibility situation that helps us. Mm -hmm. You can get from you know, although it may take you forever in a day, you can get from you know, um, oh, let's say like behind Far Rockaway. You can get from Far Rockaway to Gun Hill Road. It may take you two, three hours, but people, you know, you have a bus and a train. I will do that. Yo, try and take the bus and train outside of New York and yeah. see how fucked up life really is. Yo, facts, Man. bro. Man. Like, and, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of opportunity to the fact where it's like I can go I can go on literally any main street and find a venue where I can perform. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And we're talking like, and that's the, maybe the difference. I'm not looking for overnight fame. I'm mm -hmm. not looking for, like, just a quick blow up tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I literally walk into any place where there's a microphone yeah. and I, I'm okay rapping for three people. Mm -hmm. Whereas somebody else or, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a New Yorker or whoever, if your personality is just like, oh, that's not, that's nothing. That's whack. That's I mean, new fans, no, it's man. not. That could be it's three two, new fans. three new fans. I did a show um, at Harlem Night. Shout out to Steph Reed. Mm -hmm. And he put me on the bill and I rapped. I did my thing. It was cool. Um, but the next thing you know, I, I did my sold out show at Bushwick mm -hmm. and I saw five girls from the Harlem night show See? who said, yo, I just came cause you were so dope at this other show. I went, it was a personal interaction. After I stepped off stage, we shook hands. We talked, had a regular conversation. Mm -hmm. Then they show up at all the shows. Yeah. That's, that's, that's all it is. I mean, I mean, I feel like people really just don't understand how much opportunity you have yeah. and how much somebody outside like looking in will come and be hungry. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, I'm starving out here, bro. But let me tell you, New York could fucking break your back. Mm -hmm, I believe it. It could break your back. You know, even as coming from someone who has roots here in New York, mm -hmm. you know, I can't imagine someone who came elsewhere, from elsewhere, mm -hmm. by themselves with nothing else to try and make it here. Like, it can break you. But think about that statement, though. Some, like, 
I bend, I don't break. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I come here and I I can do a show and nobody comes out. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That doesn't mean truth's gonna stop making shows. Mm-hmm. I bent, mm-hmm. pull myself back together. Yeah. Now this show has ten people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Then twenty. You get what I'm saying? Like I get to the point where I, failure teaches me how to win. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like I'm not afraid to fail based off of the things that I went through. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I can be broken, I could be homeless and I can be hungry and like, you know what I mean? Starving and not having a meal for a whole day and wondering how I'm gonna eat. Like if I can go through those things, mm-hmm. what do I have to be afraid of? Yeah. yeah. Not a man, not a struggle, not a bill. You know what I'm saying? Like there's nothing that scares me in this life. The only thing I'm scared of is not trying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if I leave this earth and I didn't give it everything I have, now we're talking about a regret. And yeah. I'm not filling my coffin with that. You know what I'm saying? Everything Damn. is eat. Everything is win. Mm-hmm. Everything. Straight See, up. The True City brand, you know, you hear, you're hearing it. <laughs> you're hearing it. But how would you describe it to someone who who has never heard anything about you before? Um... I mean, if 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 you're just tuning in, and I mean, you you may not know anything about me. I mean, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, I'm here to motivate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You cannot you could say I'm the suckiest, trashiest rapper ever, and you don't mm-hmm. like my music. But regardless of that, I still want everybody out here to win. Mm-hmm. I feel like we don't reach our maximum potential. So when you think of True City, all I want you to think of is just somebody who has nothing and who wants everything. Not for myself, mm-hmm. but for us as a people. And I'm not talking black, white, anything. I'm talking about for us of hardworking people who have dreams and aspirations. Because I'm watching people walk around like zombies, mm-hmm. having ideas, having things in their head. And they're comfortable with bringing that to their grave yeah. and not letting us see it. Why? There's no reason why a girl should come to me like after three weeks or four weeks of knowing her and I just found out she sings. No, I should have known that from the from jump. jump. Yep. Like, don't introduce yourself to me as I work at CVS. Introduce yourself to me as you're a singer. Yeah. That's what you do. Tell me, you know I mean, I'm, I'm mean, here to motivate. Man. Anybody can work at CVS. Anybody can work anywhere. But you know, I I love creatives. I love. I creatives. honestly love creatives. They're my heart, man. Son. All right, so we talk. We're talking about true, the True City brand. Mm-hmm. So we, it stands for motivation. Let's break. Let's break it down step by step. Mm-hmm. Start with the brand name, Truth City. Yes. Where does it come from? Um, my mother called me Truth. Mm-hmm. Um, like that kind of built on me just because I was always just that kid. I was brutally honest, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I, I don't know if it's a cerebral thing. Whatever I have in my fucking head, <laughs> I I can't lie about anything. Yeah. Trust me, like it's got me in trouble in relationships too. But <laughs> like, I it's just I I don't I don't bullshit about anything, and I keep everything a hundred because mm-hmm. life is short. You know what yeah, I mean, yeah. and I honesty can't be misinterpreted or you know what I mean, uh, misguided. So for me, it was truth, truth, truth. Everything the truth, everything one hundred. Mm-hmm. And then the city part, I had a conversation with this um, uh, Muslim, mm-hmm. and he was just he dropped gems on me. He was just like, "Yo, your mind is." under constant construction mm-hmm. it's never done yeah. you know what i mean he was just like you can always build a new school you can always build and build and build so you know i, I put on the city part as just a reminder to me that i'm in constant development mm-hmm. and there is nothing that i can't learn mm-hmm. so you know having that name you know to anybody would just be like oh that's the brand name or that's the rap name no it's a reminder of myself of something that i built to keep myself motivated and to mm-hmm. keep myself growing you know what yeah. i'm saying yeah all right, so 
Uh, first, let me, let me let me premise this for a second. So sure. this is this is uh, the second time Truth City's been on the Encore Radio Show. Facts. If y'all go back to season three, um, uh, the Sound Killers episode, Truth City was there as well. Shout out to Ice Jones as well. Shout out to the entire Sound Killers. Facts. Shout out Mont. Shout uh, out Mont, man. What up, Mont? You know, um, but yeah, some of these things I know already, but I want y'all to understand and grasp who this man is. This, this is his episode right now. This is his episode right now. So, all right. We got that. Now, I, I want to bring this up, though. I did see this um, I, last week when I was doing some promo for mm-hmm. um, for Arjunis. I was like, yeah, let me find some stuff, people online. I can post it on the okay. Facebook page, blah, blah, blah. And I saw you perform that Faces in the Crowd in 2011. Damn. <laughs> yeah, man. I got to get rid of stuff, man. <laughs> Damn. All right. So tell me about that or whatever. You know, that was two, that was 2011. So that was like, what, like a year or two after you had finally, like, stepped foot Fuck in the yeah, city. So, so yeah. what had to that point, what had happened? You know what? Like, yo, man, like, uh, it's it's great that you brought that up. Like, that's 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 what we'll call an experience. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I'm not even gonna like on the air just like blast anything like or anybody, but let's just say like I, I gained an experience from doing that show yeah. where I realized that I have I need to have value. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't be disrespected or made to do things that you don't want to do yeah. when you create value for mm-hmm, yourself. Mm-hmm. And at that point is when I learned, I was like, you know what? People will ask me to do certain things that they know is a sham or they'll ask me to like put myself on the line because they don't see my value mm-hmm. because I don't see it in myself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being a person now who's getting paid for shows now is because I put the value on myself mm-hmm. of standing for something. So around that time, we're talking about that's when like I'm and I'm just I'm thankful to God like he was constantly just like slapping me slapping me slapping me take this yeah. L take this L take this L yep. because it set me up for the win <laughs> it set me up for the win why I was like I'm talking about like you talking about a 20 year old 21 year old who like in about a short span of like four years of just taking L's mm-hmm. like became a man mm-hmm. and now is wins yeah you can't you can't hit me with the L's. You yeah. can't you can't come to me with the bullshit. I seen it mm, from, exactly. from twenty and twenty one. Exactly. So now in that time, we're just talking about a kid who uh, was just very grateful mm-hmm. to be taking his L's early. Okay. You know what I'm okay. saying? So, um, and when I say L's, I'm not like saying like like anything like horrid or anything, but I'm talking about experiences mm-hmm. um, from those shows. So around that time, I didn't have an album out. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about branding. I didn't know about social media yeah. um, presence. All that I was just learning. You know what I mean, fair enough. So that's where I was then. You know, fair enough. But you know, there's always like for me, I used to be, I used to be a realist, okay. right? I used to say, "Yo, the world is black and white. Mm-hmm. There are only two perspectives: logic and emotion. Facts. You build your, you build your identity from that. If it doesn't fit within those two. The shit doesn't exist. Facts. I've grown up from that. 27 now, completely different mindset. I'm an optimist now, right? The world is in black, white, and gray. Mm. If the shit don't fit in black and white, somewhere along the line, there's this little area. You can't see it, mm. but you need to know that it exists, right? So I always try to find, at this point, the the light. in the. You will find some rooms, some situations are the darkest of dark that you've ever experienced mm-hmm. but there's some light somewhere that you can grab from it some light that's somewhere all, that's all i need 
watching that performance, you, it, it was. It may not have been the best situation mm -hmm. for you, but you know what I saw. In that, you know what I saw when I watched that video that you could perform back in 2011. So I know you could fucking perform in 2016. Yeah, I mean, you had stage presence already. You understood that already. Yeah, you understood I mean, how to talk then, to the crowd. Yeah, it's like I mean, I don't think people can grasp this, and like I hope like any of my friends are like listening or whatever, like who are still trying to figure me out. Like I do not care. If there's 10 people, one person, I don't care if you're not singing along. I'm having so much fun up there by myself. And I think um, a girl pointed that out to me at one of my shows. She was like, yo, you look like if nobody was here, you would just still be doing this. Mm -hmm. And that's the fact. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, I love this. Mm -hmm. And the passion that I have for it, I hope is reciprocated through, you know what I mean, my music and my personality. But honestly, like... I can be 30, 40 years old and I'm not going to stop making mm -hmm. music because mm -hmm. I just love doing it. Yeah. I mean, so that's all it is. Like, I, I feel like there's a lot of people who rap, but I, I just look at them and I like, I don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're telling me like about your stories and you're telling me about your mom or you're telling me these things, but you're telling me like this. Yeah. I want to believe you. Yeah, there's no passion behind it. You get it what I'm saying? All. Like. I rap how you talk. Mm -hmm. That's what I told a girl. She was just like, yo, like, how do I work on like my delivery? Talk to me. Yeah. The same way my voice goes up, mm -hmm. my voice goes down, it moves here. That's what my music does. Yeah. So when I'm angry, you're going to hear me angry. Mm -hmm. When I say this line and it's funny, I'm going to laugh when I say it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it, it's just different for me. The fire that burns inside of me is literally that if I don't get these ideas out, if I don't like see everything in my head come to fruition mm -hmm. like i'm not living today yeah. you know what i'm saying and i refuse to not live you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. straight facts all right so after so we have next up we're gonna work up we're talk about your sound mm -hmm. um then we have stories the story of true city right, right. but sound wise so okay. your sound it was like from 2011 to 2016 it has progressed of course but I still, again, you you know, you rap how you sound, you rap how you talk. So you know, I I still hear parts yeah. of it, but you have changed it. So how have how do you believe that your sound has um, matured from 2011 to now? Okay, well let's go ahead and like address the elephant in the room. Like there there's the Cole comparisons, there's the Kendrick comparisons. Mm -hmm. like, Definitely the Kendrick. Comparisons. Yeah, like I love I I need it. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I like I'm not even like that's why I don't avoid the shit. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I needed that moment, like in order for me to to grow you know mm -hmm, what i'm saying mm -hmm. everybody has a start period yeah. and like i just wish i can let people in the damn studio like when i'm working now because like i was working on the prologue and nobody can attest if you heard the prologue like you heard summertime you heard me amigos mm -hmm. you heard ain't think about you you heard like these creative versions of myself mm -hmm. of me yeah Yes, I might have had a bit of some of my influences and people that I listen to, granted, like, because I'm always growing and becoming, like, a stronger artist. But we're talking about first project. My first project is the prologue. Mm -hmm. Let that... I'm going to stop right there. Mm -hmm. My first project was the prologue. Ever. Yes. So, imagine. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. fucking imagine, man. Like, it's, it's just like, I took that... And now, like, working on the new music that I, I've been working on, all of the great, amazing artists that I've met through the city mm -hmm. who all have their own little thing going on. And I'm, I'm taking bits and pieces of all of the beautiful people that I'm meeting and um, just developing myself that now I want to take the sound to a more... Uh, 
we're talking less rap and okay. we're talking more art okay mm-hmm. so okay. um when we speak we spoke briefly um about the album I, um i won't go to it into it like in this part of the interview because mm-hmm. i know i want to talk about it later mm-hmm. but we're talking about being able to take you know where you came from you know the music you made the prologue and to say like okay it's almost like cvs and all these companies that put out surveys Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i put out a survey in the form of an album Mm -hmm. and then i sat back and i said what didn't you like okay these okay i'm writing this down okay cool Mm -hmm. go back in change it yeah make it better Mm -hmm. change the store around Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like we add a little bit more shelves you (laughs) know what i mean a little bit more product (laughs) we think of the store now yeah like oh i just think and we're talking that i can only get better Mm -hmm. i can only that's the thing. I, like people are afraid of critiques. Yeah, no, definitely. I don't oh, understand it. I love it. Like when people say, "Yo, you sound like this," or "You sound like that," I was like, "Thank you," because I'm about to like go in yeah. and not sound like it, and then mm-hmm. I'm gonna come back and say, "What else can you give me?" You yeah. know what I mean? You know, I think people are afraid of critique because they don't understand. I mean, you know what? Actually, no, no. no. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna show both sides for for a second. There are some people who will criticize you out of out of to spite you. Okay. They will. Well, that's called hate. Yeah, they will. They will. You know, but you but you you, th- a you think that they're that that they're gonna tell you the truth and it's not gonna be you know harmful to you. Like you 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 already expect that's why you ask them. You say, hey, what do you think about this, whatever? And they tell you some shit like, oh, it's trash. You know, I don't fucking like it. Well, they, have, they haven't given you any. They haven't given you anything constructive about that. They exactly. give you criticism. They nothing. They haven't given you anything constructive, constructive, right? Then you go to someone else, whatever. But be, sorry, before because of that, now they're they're afraid of hearing or asking for criticism because they okay. think they're just gonna get this negative outpour Facts. and nothing is gonna nothing's gonna help. You know. Then there are sometimes, you know, but then there are some people at the same time who come to you and they'll tell you, okay, well, you know what? I, it's not trash. I don't like it because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't like it because of this bar. I don't like it because of this sound. I don't like it because you you try to sound like this person mm-hmm. or because you sound like that person. You know, I think you could be better by doing this, by doing that. You know, that, that is constructive criticism. Facts. People don't understand. And, and at the same time, you know, the artists are... The artists are starting out at 18, 19, and they're asking their 18, 19 year old friends what do they think, or whatever. They're asking their homegirls, whatever. And their homegirls are like, Oh, you listen, yo, you another rapper, man. Like, I don't want to hear that shit. I'm good. Fact. I'm good, you know? So we there needs to be a system where people that are older like me, like 27, 28, can look back to the 18, 19 year old and say, Okay, well, yo, send me your music. You know what? I'll tell like, you. That something. makes that makes like a great point because I, I had a conversation um, with somebody and what was so dope about um the conversation we had and she was just like yo do you get nervous performing or like yo you can it seems like you just go out and you just rap for anybody Mm -hmm. she was like you know you're not worried how people would take it or like doesn't just feel awkward people Mm -hmm. watching you like that Mm -hmm. and judging you or whatever i'm like no because like they're uncomfortable with themselves yeah you get what i'm saying like if i step on a stage or like i'm on a train like i was on a train like a couple weeks ago and i just I'm loud rapping <laughs> like I'm not giving a care. Yeah, I wasn't even looking at them. Mm-hmm. I didn't care they were there. Mm-hmm. But like if you know something about somebody being vocal mm-hmm. and being loud about their talent and their gift bothers you, yeah. there's something wrong with them, not me. You know, I'm gonna tell you something. 
the world you you used the word zombies earlier today right yes. you use the word zombies the world is full of fucking zombies they don't know it because because they're not walking around looking like walking dead and shit they you know plugged, they, they don't they don't know they're it plugged in man but yo you wake up your alarm clock goes off you wake up you bathe brush your teeth i hope you eat breakfast, I hope, and you go to work. You sit in your cubicle or whatever all day. You eat lunch when they tell you to eat lunch, whatever. You, you leave work when they tell you to leave work. You go home. You go Yo, and that's your life. That's your life. That's your quote unquote life. life. Then they're creative. And, you know, and no one looks at you uncomfortably when you're doing your job. No mm. one says, oh my God, like you're doing that. No one looks at you like that. Facts. A creative is exp- expressing themselves. This is who they are. Why should they be afraid? Why should it? But people always say, they, People ask, like, my, my mother, God bless her. My mother, to this point, she doesn't necessarily understand. She understands a bit more about what I do, but she doesn't get it. She always asks me, yo, like, how do you do this? Why do you see, why do you, why do these people work with you? How do they, how do they, how can they validate you? And I'm like, because I'm consistent, because I, because I care about what I do, you know? Like, if you, if people, honestly, mm-hmm. I truly believe this. Once people see that this is your heart, this is your true desire, this is your passion, they will fuck with you. Yo, I mean, if you, you if you can, and we're talking about, I remember when I was working at Whole Foods, and, like, some, I don't know, the guy just asked me, like, uh, some guy, he was just like, uh, the customer, he was just like, yo, what do you do? And I was like, I rap. Mm-hmm. Just like that. I'm going to pause, like, because I, if y'all can paint the scene, I said I rap, and then I stood back and I looked him in his eyes. Mm-hmm. I wasn't playing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I thought he was going to be like, you know, what else do you mm-hmm, do? Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when he saw my period, yeah. he was just like, oh, what kind of music do you make? There we go. And I was just like, the best music. <laughs> Facts. You know what I mean? Like, you have to be, and this is for anybody listening, you need to be able to look somebody in the eyes mm-hmm. and tell them what you do and make them believe you without saying anything further than that. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not a question of just them believing you. Do you believe in you? Mm-hmm. Do you believe you are what you say you are? And until you believe it, until you believe it for yourself, nobody else will believe you. Truth, you come in here with the gospel, son. <laughs> you come in here with the gospel, yo, fam. Y'all came here to fight for you the came culture. Came to the Uncle Radio Show with the gospel, fam. You came here to fight for us, man. You're gonna inspire four thousand new artists. There you go. <laughs> there you go, man. Now believe in yourself, man. All right, so now we're at the story. So, mm-hmm. no matter what, when someone listens to your to something that you've created, whether it's in 2011 or in 2029, right? There is always going to be an underlying story to who True City is, and okay. I will always follow your career. Okay. What is that story? How can you craft that story for someone? Um, I mean, well, you know, we spoke a little bit about my past and just like, you know, being homeless and not having anything, but we're talking about touching on. We we spoke about it earlier. We were like, my conversations mm-hmm. help build our. Uh, my my story and my career Mm -hmm. the conversations that i have with you um the conversations i have with other artists Mm -hmm. like experiences of family members like not like you said you don't rap you Mm -hmm. don't sing my cousin doesn't sing she Mm -hmm. doesn't rap but she just went through this what does she have to turn to yeah she could turn on the radio maybe listen to some old beyonce songs or something like that Mm -hmm. but hearing it from somebody she knows i mean Mm -hmm. like and that's all it is i think at this point drake speaks for us yeah he speaks to all of our situations yeah. to the point where that's why he is in the position he's yeah. in. Mm-hmm. He's telling our stories. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? 
I, I think everybody can attest that when they hear a lyric or they hear like certain hooks and we're just like singing it because yeah. that's us. That's when that, us. When that bar when that bar hits you, man. When that bar hits you, yeah. and it's and it's like at this point, if you're gonna follow my career and you're just gonna ask yourself, where is this going? Where what do you see the story developing? Like we're talking about somebody who's going to fight mm-hmm. to make sure that people are motivated and inspired mm-hmm. to to give it their all. Yeah. So that's that's the soundtrack to this. You know what I mean? I'm the soundtrack to your struggle. I'm the soundtrack to your your belief in yourself. So if you're looking for that, that's what I'm here to give you. If you want the bitches and the hoes and you want the turn up, I probably turn up, but you know what I mean? Like I it's like we're gonna do like a positive turn up for your soul. You know what I mean, yeah. this is a soulful turn up and like that's what you can follow me for. You know what I mean? If anything else, I think some artists are who they are and you follow them for that reason for what mm-hmm. they make and if you're looking to wake up in the morning and feel good about yourself and to go out and get it like really get it like press play you know what i mean hey. pop that city in and press play and i guarantee you every time i drop something i don't i haven't even dropped music you know what i mean mm-hmm. maybe two songs after the pro it's been a year mm-hmm. but i have it for a reason yeah that I have to give you the best. Yeah. You know what I mean, so when when I drop it, just know like that's an automatic play button. Hey. Like, wake up, that's an automatic play button. All right, so we're about to go to break, mm-hmm. but truth. So me and Truth City, we we've we've been we've talked for an hour before I hit record, <laughs> and Truth thought we wasn't gonna have nothing to talk about. Facts. You watch your mom, my man. You watch your mom. Anyway, it's the Encore Radio Show. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Encore Radio Show. Uh, yo, find us on find us online. EncoreRadioShow.com, and we are a part of the Indie Creative Network. The Indie Creative Network is a network of podcasts, 12 podcasts, 8 cities, 2 countries. We out here. IndieCreativeNetwork.com. Follow us on um, iTunes, um, SoundCloud, and MixCloud. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Zoe from the PLC Report. Check out what we talked about in our last episode, exclusively on the Indie Creative Network. I love Trey. Uh, we bonded. We was all at South by too. South by was another experience. Yo, nah. I heard. I heard a little bit of that story from uh, from from uh, Tips and Kadeem. Right. I heard a little bit of that it was, story. It that was, was a fucking like. I heard it was, like was sleeping. I heard this nigga was sleeping <laughs> and he slept outside, son. Yeah, he slept outside. What? And had spiders on him and shit. Outside. The nigga son. comes inside and he's like. Nigga, you know I slept in the desert. And I'm like, oh <laughs> my god. He was in the he was in the navy. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah, he was in the well, navy. Yeah, navy army. He's like, nigga, I slept in the desert for like a month straight. You think I'm scared of some spiders? And I'm like, all right, Trey. Jesus. Nah, that crack house Hilarious. we had in South by it was me, Trey, J Tips, Kadeem King, uh, Phil Walker, uh, uh HG Locks, uh. T- Ty Hickson. Mm-hmm. That's an all-star team. In one spot? Dang. Nigga. And then it's just me and, like, Kim. Mm-hmm. The only girls. We just chilling. Hey, this is Zoe. Hey, it's cool. What's up, folks? This is Wise from the PLC Report. Catch all of our episodes exclusively on the Indie Creative Network. All right, folks, we'll be back. It's the Encore Radio Show, live here with Truth City. Make sure you guys follow Truth City on Twitter, Instagram, at Mr. Truth City. Website? MrTruthCity.com. Hey. All my stuff is consistent, baby. Keep it consistent, Keep it consistent, There we go. There we go. Make it easy for you. All right, so you put out your debut project. That was, what, 2014 now? 2015. 2015. Yeah. Cool. Right? What... 
was the overall concept for you? It's called a prologue. Mm-hmm. Okay. People know the definition of prologue. If you if you if you don't, go do your Googles, right? But obviously, you named it that for a reason. Yeah. Right. What were you trying to give to people with this project? You know, people don't like hip hop. For me, growing up was like rappers told their story. Like, mm-hmm. like right now, you can probably tell me what block Nas grew up on. You can tell me, you know, what I mean, where he got his, his favorite foods. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like, cause he would tell you what street he got his his dollar pieces. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, like. It was vivid, and I just feel like nowadays, man, rappers come out with the car, and I don't know how they got the car. Mm-hmm. Like, they just come in whipping the Ferrari. I'm like, what's the story? Can you t- tell? Start over. You know yeah, what I mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know the story. So mm-hmm. I felt like um, I'm in a position where I feel like it was my first project, and I even had I have 200 records. Mm-hmm. Like, I have yeah. 200 records. I'm not even saying that as one of those rap guys that's just like, yo, I got a million songs. Like, no, I have records like 200 records so i really was about like it was so deep i had some deep stuff on there about my mother about a lot of things Mm -hmm. and um my boy and um like my guy who i could just consider like a a best friend man he was just like nah he was like yo you're putting out too much Mm -hmm. he was like yo leave something to the imagination Mm -hmm. he was just Mm -hmm. so we ended up calling it the prologue of just like the story before the story I don't want to dive so much into the point where there's nothing for me to share. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, anymore. So um, when I work on it, I just wanted people to take away, you know, the the intro has my mother on it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm saying I'm getting on this bus, I'm leaving. New day opens up, and it's the the alarm clock glows off, and it's just like boom, the bus ride in New York. Got to go out and get it. You know what I mean, uh, summertime. You know, gunshots at the cookout, blue and whites on the lookout. You know what I mean, like. Uh, Dime bag in a tube sock, blowing L's after school out. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm tapping into these places that people can kind of just see what the block looks like, what's happening on the block. It's basically just a, a brief description, and that's all I wanted the album to be. Like you can't. I want you to walk away from it and being able to tell me what you took away from it. Oh, I can see he's a little like this. I can see he's like this, but mm-hmm. I don't have enough to formulate my opinion, yeah. which is perfect. Mm-hmm. Leaves me room to grow So I just wanted it to be Kind of a glimpse of who I am Just a little bit That's all Alright so it had Eight But it still had 18 songs in it though right 16 Don't be exaggerating <laughs> Yo yo <laughs> Yo yeah. Why is his attention span is so bad He thought there was 18 Listen songs, Anything bro. over Anything over um, I'll give I, you that though It was kind of long Anything Anything over Honestly like 13 Like 12 13 now. 12 13 Outside of that I'm like Man, views was like a views album had like. Listen, view, I'm gonna tell you right now, views had 20 fucking songs on it. I listened to that motherfucker once. Yeah, but yo, as soon as you get the chance, no, I, I listened to it one time. I just, I just for okay. So, so let me set a little premise here. For me, my my goal, the goal of the on Radio show and me as a person, is to find the next talent. Facts. I don't really give a flying fuck what the fuck is happening on mainstream. But I also have to be, I have aware. to have one ear to that as well so that I know what to look for at the same time. I feel you know what I mean? So I had to give it one full spin. Okay. That's all I needed to give it. I could tell you how I really felt about it. It ain't going to be good, but I'll tell you how I could tell you how I really felt we about it. We can get into it. that you later. Saying? But you know, that's, there's 20 songs on there and those, that was the longest two hours and change that I've ever experienced in my entire life. Facts. And I have had some long two hours. You understand? So... You know, I, I the one thing I like about 
projects and especially the, the length now is that um you give me 12 and 13 song you give me 12 and 13 songs like you said you had 200 records mm-hmm. you could pull 12 of the best songs out mm-hmm. of 12. like if you say you want to record a project you got you got 200 songs that you yeah. recorded you can find your best 12 and put that on a project and just throw away the rest or you put them to the side and maybe at maybe another yeah. time you know you, you reuse the flow that you use there or you know find inspiration That's basically from yourself is, yeah. you know but you know, 12 20 my nigga 20 20 <laughs> that 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 was more you know i'm gonna tell you right now that was more business because you know we, we have streams now yeah the more streams you get faster you get the platinum he wanted to be platinum so that's what that was but yeah. we're not getting on that we ain't talking about motherfucking drake you're talking about true city right now for next at mr true city twitter instagram www.mrtruecity.com that's where we at right now so the prologue right what do you feel was the feedback like what feedback did, did you get from me give me the give me the best feedback and the worst feedback you got um well i mean i'll just start with the worst um the only thing like and i literally was like scouring everywhere that mm-hmm. i could think of mm-hmm. and having there were people that were just playing for people's stuff not telling them they knew me you know what i mean mm-hmm. like so i had people out here just kind of like giving me real feedback and i mean just the worst was just like there was just a couple cold comparisons Kendrick mm-hmm. comparisons okay, but okay. i mean to me i was just like okay great you know what i mean like oh, yeah. i was i can work with that and then just the best were the best was just like I wasn't expecting this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was the first one because obviously, like everybody's like, "Yo, listen to this rapper." Mm-hmm, you know, everybody's mm-hmm. like, "Ah." Yeah. But I, I don't. I think you can just look at the cover. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And see that I wasn't fucking playing. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. the cover was like illustrated by somebody in the Ukraine, and we spent three months on the wow. cover. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking about like me throwing it back, throwing it back. Like no, you gotta change this. No, the street gotta look like this. Like. Mm-hmm. So just by the cover, and IS was saying that last time we were on the show, mm-hmm. like she was like the cover just got her, yeah. and from that, and then you press play and you just hear tune, piano. You know what I mean? Like so automatically, I didn't have to do much. You know what I mean? But just showcase the art. So the best feedback was just people saying like they weren't expecting it. Like there were there were records like that they added to their day. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Mm-hmm. That's something that I enjoyed because I be started to become part of people's day, and. I guess the uh, last best was just somebody was saying like it's something that you can pop in at any time mm-hmm. and it's the same feel mm-hmm. and I, that's exactly what I was going for somebody was like yo I ain't listened to it in a while and then I just popped it in and I was just cleaning my room to it you know what I mean yeah. so that's that's a good feeling man alright so but it's not enough <laughs> fair <laughs> it's not enough so you you said Spotify. You on Spotify? I'm on Spotify, Pandora. I'm on Tidal. I'm on Apple Music. I'm I'm wherever you can get a play button. Mm-hmm. Gotta be there. Thank you. At this point, how important to you is streaming, or how important is streaming to be to your to your career? Uh, streaming has opened the door for us as artists to compete mm-hmm. in a way we couldn't have Mm -hmm. before and shout out to all of the main i mean not the mainstream the independent artists who like stuck to their guns you know i mean and really built uh not only an internet following but a cult following in itself and opened this this gate that they had to they had Mm -hmm. to pass it's like they had to pass a bill almost (laughs) i mean like they couldn't ignore it like we're we're 
YouTube, you owe us. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yo, like SoundCloud, you owe us. Mm-hmm. Like, we're bringing millions, yeah. almost maybe billions 200, at this point. 200 million monthly subscribers like, to SoundCloud. Like, to your Perfect. place, and what are we getting? Nothing. Yeah. Give us something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, streaming right now has opened a gateway for not only for me to be discovered across any platform or any country, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm thankful for that, but it's giving us as independent artists a way to maintain um, a lifestyle to continue to do this Mm -hmm. and then at the same time giving us a chance to fight Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i know i might not like be compared to like a little yachty or young thugs following but i was like yo you just gave me an extra little piece of you know bullet Mm -hmm. that i could fire you know what i mean and i'm gonna aim correct you know i mean so that's all like i know i have a very long way to go there's no finish lines around here but Mm -hmm. Like, I just know that I have a, a fighting chance now. And I think I'm just so excited for all of us, you know what I mean, to be able to utilize this to our advantage. Well, I, I want to put my two cents on that. Yeah, just, sure. Just on, one, just on one thing that you said real quick. You said there's no finish lines around here. No finish right? lines. See, I believe in that to an extent, mm-hmm. right? I do believe in watch, like seeing the goal and running towards it and it being okay that the finish line continue to move. Mm-hmm. At the same time now, I believe that you also need to implement shorter goals and get like run through those finish lines at the same time, because if you don't, you're always going to feel like you're running and not getting the feeling that that good feeling that actually running through that ticker tape at the finish line mm-hmm. gives you you understand so you know yeah you know all right so let, let's let's say you're running a mile or whatever you're on, you're on the track or whatever it is you know yo give me a you know you get a little finish line at 40 finish line at 100 finish line at 200 you know the smaller goals it makes it easier to get to to, to get to that long reaching goal of whatever it is however you see however you deem um, as success you know to get that you have to have those, those little ones otherwise it can it can be that that it can become 900 pound gorilla running on your like on your back as you're running towards that goal at the same time i mean i i guess we just agree to disagree i'm <laughs> i like no i'm like seriously like i and this is my mother you know what i mean yeah. like i was like ma i got an eight a day she was like okay what you want mm. you know what i mean like okay that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, A, for me, it just started to just become like, you know, did the paper study. All right, she gave me the paper. I'm just, I just put it in the folder. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I know. You know what I mean? I know I got the A. I knew it before she handed it to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it's like, I, I want to, I'm just at that point in my mind right now where it's like, I set the goal wise. Mm-hmm. I set the goal. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to knock it out the fucking park. You know what I mean? I, I set the goal. I was like, yo. I want 75 people to come to the Bushwick Public House. That's my goal. 113 came. Mm-hmm. And then my mouth was like, ain't no finish lines around here, bro. <laughs> like, next show we want 150, and I'm trying to go harder than that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I'm I'm putting the energy out there mm-hmm. because it's like there's no, there's no, I don't have time to, like, celebrate. Like, my boy hit me, and he just told me some good news about something. I'm just like, yeah, that's dope. Well, what are we doing after that, though? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if I, if, if I set that one goal, right? And then I hit the goal, and I got to take a whole bunch of time now to set the new one. Mm-hmm. No, I I just set three, four, and then as mm-hmm. I hit that first one, I set up one behind the other two. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I just keep moving. I'm very happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like I I wake up happy, so that's just a given. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay, bet. Fair so, enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so um, with the prologue, you know, um, you've done something that a lot of artists. 
especially in this day and age right now, they, they find it harder to do. Um, you've waited. You didn't put out, you know, you didn't you didn't put out the project, you know, let it let, let it run for for six months and then put out another project, even if it's mm-hmm. whether it's short, long, whatever. You didn't put out any mixtape, mm-hmm. you know. You say you put out two singles. How, how do you think that translates? I mean, I, I believe that there's two crowds that artists now have to cater to. Mm-hmm. The digital crowd and the physical crowd. Mm-hmm. Like, the physical crowd, the groundwork that you do is incredibly important. The digital crowd is also incredibly important because, like, yeah, you could be on SoundCloud and people can people people that, that see you physically at a show can go and find yourself online, but do you are you connected to the online community? Yes or no? You know, so how do you how have you been able to balance satisfying both the physical and digital or like other artists? You know, your crowds are still like you just said, you have you you had a goal 75, you got 113. How have you been able to to grow that market without putting out anything else in 2016? <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, guys, like if you're listening right now, like we we can't sit here and pretend that like the internet it's not it's not a real place. I'm no, gonna no, just I'm gonna just keep that. It's on not, it. but people live there. Yeah, no, people live there. People, like, live there. people are programmed to it. I get it, but for me, it's not real. You're not following me because, like, I'm, you know, what I mean, I'm the damn Daniel guy. You know what I mean? Like, you're not. You know what I mean? Like, you're following me because I might have put out a song or you might have heard some music and you're just curious to watch the journey, maybe, mm-hmm. and you hope for the best and you just clap, clapping as I go. Like, that's mm-hmm. great. But at the end of the day, like, I'm. I'm doing this for a bigger reason other than feeding music mm-hmm. to you. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeding you I'm feeding you an example. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if I put out this album, okay, the album's great, but now you're watching me go from like and we're talking about when I had small dreads. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking about when like I was just in dirty t shirts yeah, and yeah. and sweats running around New York City mm-hmm. at every open mic. Like you're watching it, you're watching me film it. I did vlogs on my iPhone but mm-hmm. edited them with iMovie. You get know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you're watching my development yeah. based off just this one soundtrack I gave you for all of this grind that you're seeing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's bigger. I'm just I'm on the Instagrams, I'm on the YouTubes, I'm on all of these things. So for me, I don't have to put out just music. Mm-hmm. I'm putting out what the music is doing for my career. Yeah. You have to be able to see that too. People saw me at the Art Genesis Cipher. Mm-hmm. They watched. They watched the verse. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, like I gave them the content. Yeah. How was I able to be on this show? How was I able to get that opportunity from this this album? Mm-hmm. So for any artist listening, like, yo, I'm, I, we make music. I get that. You know what I mean? But I'm not a musician. Mm-hmm. I'm not a rapper. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a motivator. I'm, I'm a creative. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. in all aspects of the word. So mm-hmm. don't limit my creativity yeah. to just, like, yo, you got to put out another album. Mm-hmm. I heard these five songs. They're dope cool now give me five more like i'm not a fucking store you know what i'm saying like you don't just come like to my store and just like grab shit off the shelf and i restock it like no you go home and you drink that milk slow Mm. motherfucker like because time went into this milk and this wine that i'm giving you you know what i'm saying like i'm 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 giving you the champagne enjoy it sip slow baby Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like yo man like yo wise man like i'm 
I'm I'm I'm I'm in a I'm in a good place, bro. Like I'm hungry I can and hear I'm, it in your voice. And I'm I'm just happy, man, for I can like see it in your body language. Yo, I'm happy for the city. I'm happy for my brothers. I'm happy for you watching you win. Like IS, like Soundkill, like yo, I want everybody out there that's listening, yo. Please post post your wins, yo. Mm. Post those wins. Stop stop posting your L's. You know what I'm saying? Like take your L's. Don't but admire your wins go out here win post it yo all of my graduates out there man who just mm-hmm. graduated yo post those pictures proud you get what mm-hmm. i'm saying like post them 10 17 you know what i mean like show people like you win and then i want you to go out there grab the job that you wanted in your life or create a job you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then i want you to post you in front of the building when there's trash in it and there's nothing in it post it post the dreams man and like that's what i want everybody to say like so just the answer to the question is like you know it's not really just about you engulfing my music i want you to engulf what i'm trying to fucking tell you mm-hmm. by living the example of the music you know what i'm saying all right all right that's fair so you have your tour going on a yes. concert series that you put together by yourself Self, man. Talk to me about this, my man. Tell me what's up. All right, so I'm gonna just keep this straight. I'm not gonna say no names or anything, but yo, I when I was on the scene of just trying to get heard, every all of you fucking snake promoters, man, like you guys were just like, oh, it's two hundred dollar entry fees and a hundred dollar entry fees. It was like, yo, I'm fucking broke, bro. Like, how mm-hmm. am I gonna? I I'm trying to get paid to do shows, so how yeah. can I even get myself in a position mm-hmm. if it's just like take, 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 take? Yeah. You know what I mean, and. And in regards, like, if you, if for those people that are taking, like, these entry fees and, like, it has something to do with the lights and it has something to do with paying the DJ, mm-hmm. and you're just putting all of this money into getting the artist opportunities that they really, truly deserve and stuff like that, then I applaud you for it, and I can understand. But understand this end of it. When I was coming into that point, I knew I was good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was okay with doing the open mics, but I just, I felt a way about these people raping kids night you know what i mean like they've they were naive mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and you're taking advantage of them yes. because i'm walking onto a bill and there's 20 fucking rappers mm-hmm. why paid. are there 20 rappers and they all paid and they all paid you 200 you do the math and then you just say like some a and r guy who probably has no power mm-hmm. and can do nothing for me you know what i'm saying like it's gonna be there and it's gonna like change my life or something if i win you know what I'm saying? Like, no, man, stop raping these kids. And, like, that was my stand. Mm-hmm. And when I told people, like, yo, I'm going to start a tour, they're like, what? You know what I mean, like, how you going to do that? I'm going to show you how I'm going to do that. I'm up at 3 in the morning, wise, mm-hmm. like, emailing every venue in New York. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and making sure all of my stuff is, like, well uh, edited and shot. And mm-hmm. we have the numbers and the statistics and, you know, the bar minimums and the things that we met. You know what I mean? Yeah. Analytics and all of that. So, all for the opportunity to do shows with my friends mm-hmm. who haven't necessarily uh, acquired the knowledge to do things for themselves. Yes. So even with your Art Genesis show and like, you know, my tour and there's a couple other people, shout out to Say Hi, shout out to Sunday Funday and um, Good Vibes, Creative Minds, like, like we're here to help the culture, mm-hmm. not take from it, mm-hmm. but help it. Yeah. And with the tour, man, like, you know, we hit Bushwick Public House, we've done Drum, we've done Kimberly Project, we've done so many spots man and i i just wanted to be a living example that yo we do shows with our friends 
if you're an artist out there and you got a project coming out and you have other talented friends yo just get together mm-hmm. get together somebody step up send the emails do the phone calls set up the meetings like discuss the business don't be scared of it mm-hmm. i took my l's i had some failed shows wise like me and you both like we we've been through the city son I understand it you yo understand. i i'm i'm cool with it you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like i'll be that martyr you know what i mean mm-hmm. for it if it means you get to come up here for 20 minutes and promote yourself and then take away some friends and then you go on to this show and you like yo truth i'm about to bring you out to do this you yeah, know what i'm yeah, saying yeah, each yeah, one yeah, teach yeah, one yeah. like but let it be granted, man. Like I stand for us. You know I mean, as independents. So that's why I started the tour, man. To just give an opportunity to like my fellow artists and people mm-hmm. who I love, to just give us all the opportunity to come, get paid, have fun, and to just enjoy ourselves, man. So how many dates we looking at for the tour? Um, how many dates? How much? How much shows have happened so far? Was it one? Um, oh no, no. We I've been doing the tour since uh, July. I, July. My first show was July thirty first at the Five Spot, and since July I've been doing shows maybe like every month. Mm-hmm. Okay, since okay, then. okay. So I've been doing this tour for a minute. I mean, at this point, it's just like. A, a platform at this point. Damn truth, you know I mean? why am I now hearing about the tour, son? I, you don't I, like me, man. I man. met you, you yeah, me, right. <laughs> <laughs> I met you what last October? Why am I not? Why am I now hearing about the tour, my man? Yo, Come on, yo, man. I'm I'm so out here working that I hope you just see it. You know what I mean? And you see yeah, me you working. Know, I, I, I understand that. I, I understand follow y'all. I know what all y'all doing. That's the <laughs> difference between me and Wise. Like, yo, you got to show at Bushwick, yo. You got to show at like Rebuso, whatever you at. I'm I know where you at. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I pull up at any time and support. You know what I yeah, mean? Because yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just connected to the city, and I just I love watching people win. So you know. I really want people who are listening tonight, man, or t- today, wherever you're at, wherever your location, time zone is, like, please, please, man, like, go out here and support these independent artists and, like, really, truly, truly show them love because, you know, Drake has your dollars. Beyonce is Beyonce, you know what I mean? But what's up with the next ones, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, they can't be that without your support. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying just go out here and throw your money to just anybody, you know, but I'm saying, like, somebody has to start somewhere. And if mm-hmm. somebody doesn't believe in them, you get what I'm saying? It just makes the process that much harder. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, one of the reasons why, like, I, I've, I've mentioned this before and I'll mention it again. I've never, in the entire existence of my show, which is now three years and change, I've never taken a dollar from, a, from an artist to sit down in front of me. I've actually, I, I so one of my goals mm-hmm. when I started my show was to make it on terrestrial radio. I wanted to be a radio host on FM or AM. Either one was gonna be. I was gonna make it for me. Facts. I made it on FM in 2014, 2015, beginning of 2015. I quit FM because because I was told that I needed to um, have artists come on a show, and I needed to charge them to sit down in front of me. Yeah. I refused. And after two months, I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing this no more. And I started the podcast. You understand that I support artists to, you talk, you talk about martyr? Hmm. Yes, I have yes. martyred myself multiple times yes, over for, for artists, you know? And I, but I want people to understand that I do it because I have the true passion for it. Facts. But I also want to be, I want people to understand that. People, you know, when I heard hip hop was dead, I couldn't believe it. That's still- I couldn't believe it. You know, I couldn't believe it, and I wasn't doing. I wasn't doing the show then. I wasn't doing the show then. The hip hop was dead. I said, Nah, son, show me. And I went. And I went looking, and I was like, You know, you saying hip hop is dead, but I'm seeing this artist, and he's better than that artist, and that artist is on TV. 
Or I'm seeing this artist and he's better than that artist. That artist got played five times on two stations within the last hour. Yo, what's man. going on? Yo, what's that's, going on? That's the that's the thing though, Waz. Like I just don't I truly, truly and honestly, yo, it's it's a mixture. Not only is it the fault of all of you promoters that's raping these kids and taking advantage and like truly, truly trying to take the knowledge that you have and trying to gain some monetary gain from it, but it's also the uh the artist's fault as well you guys have to know your worth mm -hmm. you guys are amazing you guys are great performers you guys deserve you know what i mean to like be able to make a living off doing what you love but with that comes the elbow grease mm -hmm. with that comes you putting in the work i'm sorry guys like i i have no i feel no way like about anybody telling me you know what I'm saying? Like, what I can't do. Don't do that. You know what I mean? Because I will go in. You know what I'm saying? I send the emails. I edit my own videos if I need to. Like, I will call up people and tell them. I will sit for six hours just editing just a clip of a performance I did just to make sure it looks polished. And I throw it up on the gram right after the show. You know what I'm saying? So you get it and you see the content. I plan the content weeks. I'm subscribed to all of these different websites that offer information for new artists. And I, I sit up. Till two in the morning reading articles you know what i'm saying like i i'm the epitome of a person who knows nobody's gonna do nothing for me mm -hmm. and they shouldn't yeah you know what i'm saying like they shouldn't unless i show you that i'm willing to do it myself mm -hmm. all of the opportunities that you've given me or other people have given me is because well, you've you seen what i've for done yourself. for myself mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so artists out there who are listening and um you know i hope my passion is being taken um um, in a positive manner if you're listening but it's I like feel it, my man i feel positive i i just want you guys to like there's no excuses stop making excuses you know what i mean like you're always gonna have bills like you don't use your kids as an excuse like don't there's no excuse for you to not go hard at every single second of your life the only difference between you and other people who are successful is how they use their 24 hours you woke up, somebody gave you the same amount of time as that person over there. How are you utilizing your time? Okay, you got to pick your, your daughter up at this time. You got to do this. Prioritize your time. You only mm -hmm. got two hours. I need you to go 100% in those two hours. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, like I only got two hours of sleep. Well, you only got one now. You know what I'm saying? Like, throw an extra hour. Like, yeah. yo, let's get it. Yeah. Like, let's wake up and let's get it. No more excuses, man. Like, no more excuses, man. I, I like to put perspective uh -huh. on, on certain things because you know let t if someone told you that when you were 20 when um in 2011 mm -hmm. right after you had like some of your worst experiences how would you have received that back then how would i receive it yeah um i wouldn't have received it mm -hmm. i don't i, I it's, it's all personal i don't know why i'm like it but it's just like if you would have told me then that I was going to do this. I was going to do that. I'll just be like, you know, so, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know. Like, why I'm not, I'm not scared of anything. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, like, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. All yeah. I know is today. So if mm -hmm. you're going to, if you told me like, before I even came to New York, I was going to be homeless. I was going to be sleeping on somebody's floor and there was fucking bed bugs and shit. Like mm -hmm. if you would have told me that, like, would I have just still hopped on the bus? Probably. Yeah. Cause I'm like, yo, you don't know yeah and that's what i think like like people don't understand nobody knows your future mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but you can determine it yeah what we do right now in this second in this minute in this hour 
like will determine my second hours you know what mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. so if i wasted that shit sleeping because i wanted to sleep for 10 hours or i wanted to smoke with my friends mm-hmm. or i wanted to go like fucking like buy some shoes or something like if i wasted that time yeah don't i can't i can't be sorry for the results bro mm-hmm. don't be sorry for the results i think this um i think it's what eighty-six thousand four hundred seconds in a in a day it's like this meme it's like if there's 86,000 if someone gave you 86,400 dollars and told you to spend it in one day could you do it yeah okay well that's how you get that's how that's the amount of time you have in a day you know you should utilize that but but at the same time at the same time you know I think about 27-year-old wise every day. That's, that's the, the wise I'm living in right now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, 21-year-old wise, if I was talking to myself, I'd be like, nigga, the fuck is you talking about? Like you, don't, like, you don't understand what I'm going through right now, so you, don't, you can't understand that, right? So anytime I try not to, I try not to, I try not to preach too much to people. Mm-hmm. Like, I always try to give them the information I can give them at the same time still, like, you know, uh, try to tweak it to a way where it's like, okay, you can. I want you to be able to understand this. Like, I know what you're going through. I went through it, and now you may not feel like I went through it, but I went through something like it. Now I understand how you feel, but this is what you need. If you want success, if you want your level of success, this is what you need to do. If you choose to do it, mm-hmm. good. If you don't choose to do it, just understand that you knew already. Someone, I mean, someone you, told you, and you. It's like you have to ask at a certain point. That I try everything. Yeah. And that's the the point I prove. Like I, I talk to friends or I talk to people. They be like, "Yo, man, like yo, I ain't got no studio connects. I ain't got no money for no studio time, man. Like yo, I got like a kid on the way and blah blah blah." And I was just like, "Yo, bro, these all sound like fucking I can't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell me what a I can sounded like. Yeah. Tell me what you can do. Mm-hmm. And not once in the sentence did he say what he could do. Yeah. Even if it was one thing, I was like, "Yo, bro." Like, did you try going to just some open mics and just rapping? Mm-hmm. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, did you, like, go to on Instagram and hashtag producer? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, did you go hit up some people and explain to the people what you're trying to do? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I gave him a list of things mm-hmm. that he didn't try. Mm-hmm. So I feel like people make excuses without trying something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Try something. And that, for me, was what it was. Like, I, I, I was... I didn't have any money. I didn't have a job. I was trying to work. I was trying to find stuff. But in that between that time, not one excuse came out of my mouth for what I couldn't do. I was just like, yo, I don't know how I'm going to shoot a video, but I got this iPhone. It got a camera on it. You know what I'm saying? Try something. Try something. See what happens. Straight facts, bro. All right, folks. Y'all heard it. Mr. Truth City. Yo, man. At Truth City. At Mr. Truth City on Twitter, Instagram. MrTruthCity.com. You out here, you planning shit, you doing shit. Next project, when 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 do you think we can get it? All right, so the next project, I'm hoping to get it done by the end of July. But even then, when it's, it's done, it's not done. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because it's, like I, I, I told you guys, it's not about just the music. It's everything that's centered around it. Mm-hmm. So when I release something, it's, it's like, yo, I have a bunch of ideas and, like, I'm not going to put them all out right now, but, mm-hmm. like, I had surprises and just, you know, things dealing with technology and just yeah. special, just beautiful things to go along with the dropping of the album. Um, so, you know, I'm hoping to get it out July, August when you guys are gearing up to go back to school mm-hmm. or whatever, just to have something to motivate you and, you know, get you through uh, some of the new year and just going into some of your new jobs or whatever it is. I'm trying to provide that soundtrack. So um, I'm not going to drop too many things about the album now, but just know, like, I'm, I'm 20 records in. Um, I literally just 
disregarded all the, the records I had, and I was mm-hmm. just like, yo, it has to feel like now. So yeah, so right. just you know it's gonna be. You got a name, an idea of a name. <sighs> should I give? Should I give Wise this exclusive though? Yo, you the homie, son. All right, so the name of the album is called While You Were Sleeping. Hey. Um, and I guess if I can describe the sound of it. Like, let's just say, like, I I want to hear that Kendrick Cole shit no more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I, y'all really going to feel this, like, this passion and this energy. And I'm talking about, it's a harder sound. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about straight, like, flip prologue on his back. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And mm-hmm. something the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. And something that's a little bit more fun. I feel like I, I'm so passionate about things and I'm always motivated that people may not think, like, I'm just fun and I don't yeah, just yeah, turn yeah. up and... I'm I'm turning up in my work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, so therefore, mm-hmm. I wanted to have something to reflect that. So just know the album is gonna be fun. You guys are gonna have songs that you can sing along to. Yeah, I'm gonna make sure like your your trunk is rocking. You know what I'm saying? Hey. So we're gonna have a little bit more fun on um, this album, man. So I'm I'm so excited, man, to share it with you guys this year. All right, folks, and you heard it here first, man. This is the Encore Radio Show at Encore Radio Show Twitter, Instagram, Facebook www.encoreradioshow.com Yo, we out here We here providing the material for y'all Y'all, y'all looking for artists? I got artists Hip-hop is not We here to win, baby Let's do it Let's win It's the Encore Radio Show Good morning, good evening, good night The Encore Radio Show podcast Is an indie creative network production Executively produced by Chris Copacetic